You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Hello and welcome to the Batuta Weekly News Bulletin. It is Friday the 20th of January. My name is Wendell Hussey. I've got Effie Euphemia Bateman in the booth with me today and I am leading in because Clancy and Errol are doing... Stuff. They're doing they, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Clancy's got a long lunch somewhere. Errol may be on the golf course, potentially. Yes, I um, believe so. I believe it's a business meeting on the golf course. Um, yes, a business meeting. Yeah, yeah. Accounts has been told that it is business meeting as well, so any card deductions, yeah. etc., All that sort of stuff. So it is myself and Effie wrapping up the week in news and it has been quite a week in news we've got the culture wars stirred up over a voice to parliament we've got uh, the fallout from nazi uniforms at 21st mm. and potentially more uniforms got another and crack at millennials yeah we got cracks and millennials it has been a big week we have returned uh, with gusto from the christmas break and we're we're getting back into it and things are heating up so we shall get into it effie what is the first headline that we've got And kicking off, and a bloke who refuses to reveal why he left the police force has furiously demanded more detail on the Indigenous voice to Parliament. Yes, talking about the opposition leader Peter Dutton's attempts to muddy up the waters of the referendum by constantly asking the same question. The Albanese government has been trying to push forward with a referendum on an Indigenous voice to Parliament, which was an election promise, and he's been adamant about trying not to confuse people by providing every single detail about how it would work, when it would work, etc., etc. The simple premise for that, according to the government, is that it should simply be a vote on whether you believe in a voice to Parliament as a concept or not. Yeah, but a civil process void of hot take anti-woke headlines is not what Peter Dutton has in mind, with a former cop doing a media tour of the country pretending like he's trying to protect democracy from some existential threat that the Albanese government is trying to slide through. Yeah, detail, detail, detail has been the word of the week, with Dutton pretty keen on hearing every single detail, uh, despite never providing any details on why he left the police force or why people say he had dog food left on his desk at the police force or why he gave a contract to a company based on Kangaroo Island, uh, which was worth $423 million without any transparency, or even, in fact, why a humble Queensland cop is worth tens or maybe hundreds of millions of dollars. Not keen on providing details on any of those things, weirdly enough, is mm. Peter Dutton. Might be a bit disingenuous, this yeah. desire for details. No, Who knows? I heard he, um, he read through some documents and said there were some punctuation errors, so they had to be mm. completely rewritten as He's well. a real cross the uh, yeah, T's, a dot the I's kind of guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big detail guy. Anyway, we're moving on uh, down to New South Wales for our next big story this week. And the headline reads like this. Anyone else want to have a crack? Asked Pokey Sector after months of research digs up a Nazi costume. What a story this was. Yes, Dominic Perrottet coming forward and revealing that he wore a Nazi uniform to his 21st birthday, which he must have clearly thought was the height of comedy at the time. I'm thinking sort of edgelord sort yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's trying to like shock factor, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The appalling decision led to a teary apology this week with Dom apologising for his behaviour. Yeah, understandably most people were pretty shocked and horrified by the revelations that he wore a Nazi uniform to his 21st birthday. But 
But it's since been confirmed that Perrottet was made aware of that blast from the past a short time after promising to introduce regulations on poker machines like cashless gaming cards. Obviously, that was something that didn't go down particularly well with the powerful gaming lobby who run the state of New South Wales. So after David Elliott, who's on the board of the Castle Hill RSL Club and whose son works for Aristocrat, made the call to Dom, warning him about the fact that a Nazi uniform uh, scandal was about to drop, the pokey sector has released a statement asking if anyone else wants to have a fucking crack at trying to regulate them. Chris Minns has actually responded saying he does want to have a crack. He's mm. going to introduce some legislation as well. So I believe they're digging up costumes on him. Some allegations, yeah, that uh, as we published on the story that they found uh, of him in a Zulu warrior costume. Mm, not mm. good at all. Ben Gallard uh, left a comment on this one. There were lots of comments, lots of angry comments, understandably. I've chosen to ignore those. Uh, and I'm just going to offer up Ben Gallard's one where he said, I did not see this coming. Love your work, Ben. Mm. And now some news from the land of the long white cloud and Kiwi Prime Minister has become one of the millennials quitting workforce in record numbers after being forced to return to the office full time. Yeah, Jacinda Ardern has confirmed that she literally can't even right now. The internationally popular Prime Minister of New Zealand announced her bombshell resignation this week saying she's leaving her job and she's had enough. Yes, she is done with the public sector and has decided to job hop and take a far more lucrative position at the Otago Credit Union, which is promising $98,000 a year plus super. Which is a big, big deal in New Zealand. It's roughly the equivalent of about $15,000 to $20,000 Australian dollars, but it buys her a house outright in Invercargill where she's going to be based Mm. as a manager of this credit union. Apparently her parents are over the moon, stoked, dream job. It's worked out perfectly for her, so really happy. Yeah, good on her. And uh, we're going to finish up with a very hard-hitting, heartwarming local story. And it's been confirmed that a weird guy who did a poo in the urinal in year eight is now really into ice baths. Yeah, it is an interesting correlation that has been discovered this week. If you aren't on social media, you might have missed the trend that is people posting videos of themselves doing ice baths, huffing, puffing, being extremely cold, looking extremely uncomfortable. It's all over TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, etc. And it's a new fad that has taken certain groups of people by storm. And it's been revealed that there is a particular link between that and previous behavior of these types of people. Yes, a local man by the name of Coin Peckham is one of the men starting to let the practice of plunging oneself into frigid water define him as a person. And as a former schoolmate confirmed, Coin was the man who did a shit in year eight because it was the height of comedy. Mm. As his classmates said to us, his posting about getting in an ice bath every morning was enough to remind about the time he did the shit in the urinal, violently laughed his head off while everyone who was present tried to leave the situation as quickly as possible. Certainly sounds like a strange man, Coin. And now he's posting about ice baths all the time. I guess two examples of heights of comedy there, which maybe people to take note of, don't shit in urinals, don't wear Nazi outfits. Mm, yeah. Two things to avoid. Um, that You might think they're the height of comedy. They're not. They're not. They're not. And nobody <laughs> else does. Uh, maybe a few people do, but generally nobody else does. So leave it at that. Anyway, that is our news wrap for the week. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you'll join us again next week. Have a great weekend, and we look forward to talking to you soon. Bye-bye. See you later.